on this topic of like the E dinar and the Durham, right? Am I saying that? Durham? Yeah. Durham? Yeah. yeah. Durham? Which is, is silver. I usually right? say dinar and Durham, yeah. Durham. Durham. Yeah, Durham. Um, yeah, the, these became like the centerpiece of the Marabatun movement. And like, Khalid, you found a, um, a really interesting 2002 article called In Gold We Trust, oh, yeah. um, which is kind I of think about. That Tom might have found the city. Or maybe oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is this the one I pulled up? No, uh, I, I, I had this, the lure of oh, gold. Oh, the lure and of silver. gold. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then I guess that was me. Yeah, In Gold We Trust. Uh, okay. Yeah, this was the, from gun wielding libertarians to radical okay. Muslims, an unlikely global cabal is plotting financial revolution, and okay. they're putting their money where the web is. Oh, yes, so, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, so this is all about how the, this strange kind of alliance between, like, r- American, like, right-wing, gun-toting, gold bugs and, like, the Marabatun people, basically, and how this really started to, like, shape up into something real, like, in the late 90s uh, and early 2000s. And I, what they call it at the time was e-gold, um, which was the world's first... 100% precious metal backed internet currency and um which like this right wing guy Ray they profile uh he uses to pay for his outings at the gun range and a lot more um it says the private currency was launched 5 years ago it is now operated by two separate but tightly linked companies Eagle Limited uh, incorporated in of course the Caribbean island state of Nevis as a holding company for the system's assets and Gold and Silver Reserve headquartered in Melbourne which takes care of everything else both are closely held and managed by Eagle chair Douglas Jackson in addition Jackson has forged a partnership with Islamic entrepreneurs to launch Edinar which is foreign owned so yeah Edinar is is like was going to pitch this gold thing like for the Islamic world. Um, so this guy, Jim Ray, the libertarian, um, works for GNSR as a lead evangelist. He draws his monthly salary in e-gold. Each gram sitting in his web-based account gives him title to a gram of real gold held in vaults in London and the United Arab Emirates. Sometimes he trades his e-gold for e-silver, e-platinum, or e-palladium, the other far less popular metal-backed currencies offered in the e-gold system. More often, he trades it for U.S. dollars through GNSR's OmniPay exchange service or one of the couple dozen independent exchange providers who make their living selling e-gold for dollars, marks, yen, and other national currencies at the, at the standard 4 to 6% markup over the spot price of gold. So, yeah, this, uh, like, they partnered with the UAE, I guess, and um, put a bunch of gold in a vault in Dubai... Uh, to back up this digital uh, currency, which, like we said, yeah. uh, you know, mm. pre-existed like Bitcoin, but has a similar kind of, you know, you could say revolutionary kind of intent behind it, right? Yeah. Like when everyone adopts e-dinar, listen, everything's going to change, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, the 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 belief underlying that for the the Muslim component of like this coalition is basically like an attack on kind of the global financial system and the desire to create like an authentic Islamic alternative to the debt-based financial system we have, right? Yes. In fact, Mm -hmm. I remember like going to like this, uh, you know, this like weird like uh, meeting. I think, was it a DSA thing or not? It was years ago. It was around when I first converted. 
but it was like some kind of thing like some socialist group like talking about islam and i remember they had like these speakers who were like they were not marabatun associated they were like these like random girls um and uh like their take was like why does the west hate islam so much because like if islam is instituted there would be no usury and that would like bring down the capitalist system <laughs> and like uh so i you know that sounds it's, like, it's, like um hezbut tahrir their talking points at least uh, back then well i feel like that's a common like refrain but i these definitely is, yeah. i mean maybe they were influenced but i'm pretty sure that they were just like you know uh just random yeah, people like random people yeah, yeah. like uh you know well, you hear uh, it it also reminds me of what people like i assume there's some truth to this but i've never been able to pin down how much truth but you'll see it often in meme form circulated that the reason Gaddafi was killed is because he wanted to launch like an oil-backed african dinar to compete with the dollar and the euro oh, and like, that's why I, that's I've why nato african currency thing that that was why yeah yeah and i think he now. had spoken mm-hmm. on that that like he wanted to do that whether that's like literally the reason they like took him out or whatnot and that was a little bit different i think one of the academic articles you found like a an interesting article in like a book that let me see what i can uh you mentioned it that it's kind of about like these uh oh yeah right here the slightly updated version oh yeah the lure of gold this is the lure of gold yeah muslims and capitalism an uneasy relationship which is a collection of um paper academic papers and there was one in there that kind of surveys like a lot of these like critiques of capitalism like within islam and you know the the tradition of kind of the incompatibility or people, Mm -hmm. you know, arguing about the incompatibility of capitalism and Islam. And I think that does mention Gaddafi, like at least throwing that out there that, you know, uh, maybe, you know, I think he might've said some, it wasn't so much that he wanted to make an Islamic, you know, uh, an Islam compliant currency. He wanted to, you know, kind of geopolitically challenge the U S and Europe, but it's still kind of Yeah, he said a lot of things. Tahrir as well, right? Or that article talks about them at length, right? The Lyric Gold uh, one talks about his book. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, I I just wanted to say, like, with with conspiracy theories or whatever you want to call it, like, these ideas about Gaddafi and why he got taken out, like... If if the only thing you're going on is something he said in a speech, I th- I think you've got to have something more because he used to say a lot of just yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. He was all sure. over the place, and know? he did a lot, and he had a lot of interesting friends. Yeah, there's so that's, much. There's layers to Gaddafi, even you know, with among the European, you know, kind of parapolitical underground. Even. For access to the full-length episode, subscribe to the Hour of Frequency at Patreon.com/slash/SubliminalJihad. I used to trust nobody, trusting even less their words Until I found somebody, there was no one I preferred My heart was made of stone, my eyes saw only misty gray Until you came into my life, I saw everyone that way I found the one I needed at my side I think I would have been a blind man all my life